It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 530, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday, and welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send me the questions, and I answer them for you. And now's a great time to send in an audio question because we're doing another book raffle in just five days. Remember, anyone who sends in an audio question will be entered into the raffle. Plus, it makes me super happy because I love listening to and answering your questions. And in case you're wondering, well, can I really trust the answers you're giving me? A little bit about my background. I have my doctorate of public health degree with an emphasis in chronic disease prevention and nutrition. I have my registered dietitian nutritionist credential. I'm also a certified exercise physiologist or personal trainer and a certified health education specialist. I'm also faculty at three higher education institutions, one of which is Bastyr University, California, where I serve as an assistant professor and department chair of nutrition and basic sciences. And so I love educating others and I love using this as a space where I can bust through some of the myths. And today's question asks me about another myth with regards to sugars. So definitely stay tuned as we optimize your life. Hi, this is Heather. I was listening to your podcast about six ways to lose body fat. Number one being do not eat sugar. My question is, what about honey or maple syrup or some more natural sugars? Is that okay? Because I love ice cream and I still want to eat it, but I would love to hear um, your thoughts on alternatives. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Hi, Heather. Thank you for your question. This whole business of sugar, added versus natural, sugar alcohols, syrups, molasses, honey, and so on, is very confusing. I first want to clarify something. Avoiding all sugar isn't necessary. In fact, it would be impossible to do this. This is because anytime a food contains a carbohydrate, it actually contains sugar. Think of it this way. Foods that contain carbohydrates are basically made up of sugar. This sounds bad, I know, since so many of the foods we eat contain carbs, but don't panic. This is because when the body breaks down carbohydrates, it is basically trying to convert those carb-rich foods into something usable, into a usable fuel. And sure enough, like most things on this planet, our bodies prefer to use sugar as its main fuel source. Iceberg lettuce, believe it or not, still contains some carbohydrate. So the body will break down those carbohydrates into, you guessed it, sugar. But because the amount of carbohydrate in iceberg lettuce is so low, it doesn't really supply much sugar at all, but it still supplies some. Now, believe it or not, because the body loves this sweet compound as a fuel source, you can actually extract sugar from protein-rich foods too, like meat. So my point is that trying to avoid all sugar in your diet is simply not possible, but that's okay. Because as I mentioned in a show earlier this week, added sugars seem to be the real problem. So the goal is to limit added sugars in the diet. Now, Heather, you mentioned a few of these added sugars like syrup, molasses, and honey. You're right that all of these are often added to food products to prolong their shelf lives and improve their taste and textures. So I'll discuss each of these briefly and whether they are any better for you than good old-fashioned white or brown sugar. So first up, maple syrup and molasses. Both of those contain something called fructooligosaccharides. Okay, don't let this fancy sounding term intimidate. 
many of these scientific words contain clues that can help us decode what they're trying to tell us. I'll say the word again, fructooligosaccharides. Okay, fructo sounds like fruit. And in fact, that's exactly what it's referring to. More specifically, fructo is referring to fructose, which is of course the sugar found naturally in fruit. Another word may have sounded familiar, saccharides. Kind of sounds like saccharin, right? Saccharin is another type of sugar. So fructooligosaccharides are basically sugars, but it sounds like they may contain a couple of different types of sugar, fructose along with some saccharin. Okay, so does the body respond any differently to this fancy sugar that's made up of fructose and saccharin? Some researchers have discovered that this fancy sugar may act as a prebiotic in our gut. This means that when we eat this type of sugar specifically, it may promote the growth of healthy bacteria in our intestines. Sometimes you may hear this concept referred to as a healthy microbiome, same thing. But the problem is these findings were performed in a lab. So we don't know if this really happens inside the human body. So for now, don't assume maple syrup and molasses are any different than table sugar. And because of that, I would use them sparingly. In fact, I have a hunch that the body treats the sugars found in syrup and molasses the same as regular old table sugar. This is the same story when it comes to agave. Scientists thought that blue agave nectar, which is different chemically than table sugar, could be a decent source of dietary fiber. We know that dietary fiber helps promote the health of the microbiome. But blue agave nectar doesn't have nearly enough fiber to promote the health of our intestines. There's also the belief that agave may not raise blood sugar levels as much as table sugar. Well, this is true if you're consuming the purest form of agave, but because of how food companies process agave to make agave nectar, it's actually quite similar to table sugar. So, same story here. Use agave sparingly. Moving on to honey. Laboratory testing has found that not all honey products are the same. For example, medical honey that's often used to treat and heal wounds is regulated by the Food and Drug Administration here in the US, or FDA. The type of honey used in this case is often the Macuna variety, and it must be tightly regulated to be sure that it's free of contaminants. Honey has a very low water concentration and does contain some antioxidants. This is partly why it can be useful for some ailments. But here's the catch. Honey, regardless of type, contains more calories and more carbohydrates than white or brown sugar. So using honey topically, meaning on the skin to treat skin wounds, may be fine so long as it's approved by the FDA. But if you're hoping that by consuming it, it's gonna help prevent chronic ailments like heart disease, diabetes, or cancer, probably not. In fact, consuming honey regularly may actually increase the risk for these diseases. It just depends on your dose. So again, here, I would use honey sparingly. So the main point here is that added sugars appear to be the real culprits. Natural sugars found in foods, on the other hand, likely don't pose the same problems. So that's why consuming whole, minimally processed foods is so important. Think about fruit, for example. Yes, fruits can be high in sugar, but they also contain fiber. And this fiber has two effects on the body. One, it slows down the body's absorption of these sugars. And two, the fiber acts as a prebiotic in that it can help our gut grow more helpful bacteria and help promote a healthy microbiome. When foods are processed, they're often stripped of their fiber content, and the result is a food that is no longer as nutritious. 
So it ends up becoming a source of sugar and not much else. So how do you know if you're eating lots of added sugars? In a couple of years, the FDA will require that food manufacturers identify how many grams of added sugars there are in their products. But until then, the best thing to do is look at the ingredients list. If the food contains more than five ingredients, then chances are you're going to be consuming some additives and preservatives like added sugar. Now, Heather, you mentioned you didn't want to have to give up ice cream and you don't have to. But in order to make ice cream taste sweet, sugar must be added. But you can limit how much added sugar there is by first looking at the list of ingredients found on your favorite brand of ice cream. Does it contain more than five ingredients? If yes, then I'm willing to bet it contains some extra preservatives and additives. Next, look for words that end in O-S-E. If it ends in O-S-E or O-S, then it's a type of sugar. If there are a lot of ingredients ending in O-S-E, it's probably safe to assume this ice cream contains a lot of added sugar, much more than brands with a label that only lists the following ingredients, milk, cream, and sugar. Thank you again for the question, Heather. You'll be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book from us. Now that happens on the first of the month, which is in just five days. So if you want to be in the raffle, send me a question. Just come by oldpodcast.com slash ask. You can record right from your computer's microphone. It's really easy and you can even play back your message and do retakes before sending it in. Or you can call in your question. The number is 61 I love OHD. Both methods are in this episode's description, which you can find at oldpodcast.com. And again, make sure to do that before the first of the month to be in the next raffle. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Thank you for listening as always. Thank you for your continued support. I will see you back here on Monday as always where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us and remember, your optimal life awaits.